All right, man. Welcome to a two ninety more podcast. I appreciate your time for for real today, man. So if you could introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners. What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your boy Treble the Singer. Treble the Singer. You can find me on IG at I am underscore Treble Music T R E B L E, and I'm on Facebook at Treble the Singer. I follow back and I interact. So y'all know what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. And, and and before we get into uh, into the the interview, man, I just want to say, cause like no cap, no bullshit, uh, ain't got nothing to do with me being 15, 20 minutes late. Like <laughs> it's been a few times where I interview artists, and when I interview artists, they always like uh, I ask them about other artists. You know what I'm saying? And no lie, I swear for God, your name has been up here. Oh. At, at least several times before oh. you you've actually physically been in here, man. That's so, dope. That's so I dope. just I just want to say that, man. So you obviously making an impact, you know what I'm saying, on the people that you interacted with. So <clears throat> with that out the way, man, real quick, man, let, let's talk about the beginning, man. Where you from? Where you grew up, man? man south side of Chicago, born and raised, man. Uh, I'm a, I'm 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 an '80s baby, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So uh, this thing has been been taking me over, man. I went to CVS High School and. You know what I'm saying? So I am I'm a diehard South Sider. Okay, okay. And and the South Side of Chicago and, and music is 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 our, our key words nowadays, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So so what was your experience growing up uh, uh on South Side of Chicago? Man, it's crazy. Uh music has always been in me. Um I've been playing drums for about twenty one years now. Mm-hmm. Um self taught keys, um singing my whole life. Uh, dabbled in rap for a little bit because, you know, growing up, you don't never want to be no singer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rap was always where it's at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a hip-hop head. I don't even listen to R&B uh, when, I'm, when I'm in the car or in my personal time. The only time I'm listening to it is when I'm riding, you know what I'm saying, with my lady. But other than that, nah, I ain't listening to no R&B, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a hip-hop head. So it was kind of one of them things where I felt like I needed to rap. And my family's like, nah, you a singer, just go ahead and sing. And it wasn't that I wasn't good at it. It was just like, nah, you you got a gift and you ain't utilizing it because you want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And the effort that you put into what you want to do, when you can do this so effortlessly, why why are you struggling? Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it was it was crazy because um, my mother, you know, I had a drug addicted mother, but she did the best she could. Mm-hmm. And in her addiction, that was our bonding. You know what I'm saying? She get high as hell. I'm my bad. <laughs> she no, you get good. high, but uh, it was one of them things where she'd be like, play the drums for me. Then I turn around, and I end up singing for it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of one of them things where we created that bond and it was eventually helped her to excel out of her addiction because she oh, wanted yeah? to be around to see see the, the, the benefits of this. That's what's up. That's what's up. I wasn't expecting to hear that. So um, as you growing up, were, were you just talented at music? And you was just talented. You wouldn't. Did you think? Did you inspire to be like some type of a musician or entertainer, or did you inspire nah. to be like a doctor, lawyer? Initially, um, I, I didn't want to be an entertainer. Initially, um, I didn't know which direction I was gonna go. Um, I, I I couldn't say that I, I actually dreamed this because it, it it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? My day was 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 hustling. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was kind of I ran with the punches. You know, life served me some cards, and I played the hand I was dealt. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 black had my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the talent was always there. And then as I started to expose it, a lot of people was like, man, you, you got to get out of this. Like, we can't keep allowing this. You know what I'm saying? It's something greater for your life. And while we would be remiss if we just let you sit here and just throw everything you got away. Mm -hmm. And I still couldn't see the gift. And then um, ultimately, I'm like, all right, forget it. I'll um, I'll go into to operations. I always wanted to do like factory work. I was good with my hands, um, and, and and man, graduated, did everything I could to stay out of the streets from there. And and then my lady watched me climb a corporate ladder to six figure paycheck. Ultimately, to come back and be like, you know what? I just want to do music. I don't even want to do this no more. And mm -hmm. she's like, what you mean you want to do it? Like. You you the man over here, and and there's not a, a black man in my family that have reached the levels I've reached in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where all the money is legit, and you can't take nothing I got, uh, multiple cars and all that, and everybody like you living. I'm like I ain't living. Once I started back doing music, I started living. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't walk away from the job completely because, you know, I'm an independent artist. You got to have funds to fund this exactly. this lifestyle, but ultimately um i made it work for the the best um so when i'm traveling and, and, and working i can do shows in the cities that i'm traveling to mm -hmm. so it works out for me um sure. and it, it gives me more exposure and i don't miss no money so mm -hmm. game okay okay that's, that's an interesting story as well man you coming with them hitters off the bat man so <laughs> yeah so what role did music play in your life creatively, you know what I'm saying, while you was climbing the corporate ladder, you know what I'm saying, and making your name in, in that field? What what role did music play at that time? Uh, well, music has always been my savior. Mm -hmm. um, music for me is peace. Um, through through uh, a, a tormented childhood with, with a drug-addicted mother um, who was a single mom at the time, so it left me to, I got six siblings, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, and um, I'm not the oldest, but you can't tell that, you know what I'm saying, because even my older brother respects me a, a lot, um, and it's just the way I move. It's, it's how, how I am mentally. Um, so my, my mission became taking care of them, and it was nights where you ain't got no food, you know what I'm saying? So um, I would hum and sing my way to sleep, you know what I'm saying, on an empty stomach. Uh, but that bred a different person, um, and, and it goes back to, to, to the old days. You know what I'm saying? Where Negro spirituals helped them help help slaves work in the field. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was the lighter part of your day. You don't like mm -hmm. what you're doing, but you got to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So let's find a better way to do what we don't like to do. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my thing. Music has has always been that sense of peace. And I always say that it helps me remain sane in a world that was meant to drive me otherwise. For sure. Um, and then as I started to work and climb the ladder, I started to see the world differently. Um, it gave me a different perspective of, of from from coming from hustling to to trying to hide my money so people can't take it from me mm -hmm. to having so much money and and knowing that they can't take it from me. Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 type of boss that it created in me was different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now I move with an understanding that everything I got, I earned it, and there's no way nobody can take it. Right. But it was it was that music that just kept me humble. It kept me uh, going. Even when I got tired, I can always revert back to music to, to give me that extra push. OK. OK. So. So. And in what exact way, though, like was you just listening to music in a car? Was you writing? Was you still creating music or did you writing for the most part mm -hmm. um, just to get it out of my head? 
but it's 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 in that moment where you realize like you still got the gifts. You know what I'm saying? And, um, like I said, I mean, growing up, they always teach you if you don't use the gifts, God will take it from you. You know, and you never want to challenge the most high, but with everything you got going on in life, it's often times where you like, man, forget all that. Mm-hmm. And, and in me, writing helped me to to remain calm into a point and, and it gave me assurance like you still got it mm-hmm. you still got it you know i would record songs and um not do nothing with them you know I'm, I'm sitting on about three or four macbooks full of music that i'd never released um but it was just i needed to get it out of me it was how i expressed myself because i felt like the world didn't understand me at that time mm-hmm. um so it's safer to talk to the microphone because it won't judge me you know what i'm saying it really ain't gonna talk back to me Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll take all the information I got and it'll never use it against me. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Up until that point as well, what was, have you, had you released any music? Um, so I, I started to write for, um, artists, um, um, in and out of Chicago, uh, but never really released anything myself it was more so helping um other people and um as i started to climb the ladder uh there were artists around me younger guys you know what i'm saying that could have made their way to the streets but i had built a studio in my crib and stuff like that so i would use my free time to to create mixtapes and eps for them just to make sure that they don't go the route that i went because it's always something greater it's just that when the city started taking all your extracurricular activities what are you gonna do Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can all complain that this is what's happening or some of us can actually maneuver and do something. And um, I got to give a big shout out to you because this platform man, is everything mm-hmm. and, and, and how you come about, you know, what I'm saying doing this on your own free time on your dollar. You see what I'm saying? Like it means a lot to not just me, but to every artist that you've ever had here and then potential people, because we don't have platforms like mm-hmm. this that want to take the real raw and the uncut. Um, and expose it right mm-hmm. but you give an outlet to somebody who may not have nobody to talk to mm-hmm. who may not feel comfortable because in in the same setting you won't you don't want to be judged by somebody sure. but you you just created this platform man that is comfortable you know what i'm saying you it, it, you do your your research first and foremost and you ain't just got no anybody up here you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying the people you come up you bring up here they make an impact mm-hmm. and i think it's dope Man, I appreciate that, man. For real, like I said, no cap, no bullshit, man. Like I, I, I work with a lot of artists daily, and I work with them by I, I conversate with them. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's a lot of cap in the industry and shit like Definitely. that, man. But for sure, like real life, your your name has been in here several times. You know Definitely. What I'm I mean, I'm I'm I'm, was, I'm committed to making waves, man. Right now, I've only been out since October. For real? I've only been out since so October. So from. Climbing the corporate ladder to saying I'm, I'm doing music, it's only been since October. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Um, and I've done, I've gotten on some of the biggest stages and I've touched, um, I've, I've touched stages with a lot of dope artists that even been on this platform um, and, and made a name for myself. You know what I'm saying? And, and I like to say that R&B was never dead, but I'm, I'm giving it to you. Um, in a different fashion I, I, My music is more catered to The 2000s You know what I'm saying I want to bring back a feeling of love mm. um, and, and I think Tank On uh, Drink Champs He said it best man He said you know They not, they not scared of our, our hate 
they scared of our love. The more we love each other, the more they fear us. Mm-hmm. We hate each other all day, and they'll celebrate it, and they'll push it all day on mainstream. But the more we start to love on each other, the more they start to feel what we got going on because then we start coming together mm-hmm. and we start making things happen. And I think that's what's been the biggest thing for me in this industry is I'm a, I like to say I'm a solid dude, mm-hmm. right? And every hand that I touch, it ain't about what, it ain't about the negative. It's always what positively can I bring to your life? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying if it's a song, if it's uh, just a word of advice, um, I, co- I, I critique every artist that comes on stage before me and after me. I like to try to stay for the whole show when we do shows. So I want to see what's going on. But I'll come to you and I'll offer like, man, that was a dope set. Probably want to stand more to the left. Um, because you you know you don't play the whole stage like I can tell you those things and it's all out of love because I want to see everybody be great because it's a lot of room at the top mm-hmm. it ain't just no one spot it's, it's a lot of spots up there. Okay, um, man, it's 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 I, I think this is gonna be a long interview because <laughs> I'm I'm getting more and more questions because now I want to know as you're getting ready to make your your premiere back in October. Even before then, when you was writing and creating, was it always as a, as a black man from the South Side of Chicago? Was it always um, was it always R and B? And did you ever think like um, what what a motherfucker gonna think or or what the bot? Was it just this this is my lane? This is where I'm going? Yeah, nah, it wasn't always. Like I said, I, I had dabbled in hip hop for a minute, um, just cause I felt like that was what was cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I had bars. It wasn't that I can't. My pen is crazy. I, I like to say I got one of the strongest pens in the Midwest right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's crazy because I'll stand on it. I'll put all my music up against anybody. Uh, but when it came to spitting, it was like you can do it, but you don't have the same passion as when you sing. Mm-hmm. You're choosing this lane, but you've been chosen for that lane. Um, and... and it, it took a little bit, man, and um, one of my cousins, Drizzy, man, he he's like, bro, let me rap. You just keep on singing. And I'm like, nah, man, we could both do this. And he's like, nah, you just keep on singing, bro. Like, that's your lane. Mm. You need to stay there and jump back into it. And, and it was like, yeah, this is where I'm most comfortable because it's free flowing. Mm-hmm. It, it really lets my spirit be free. When you writing raps. Um, I was more complex. I, I had to sit down. I actually had to pay attention. When I'm singing, I don't write anything. I go oh, yeah. in the booth and I just I was go crazy. expecting it to be the other way. <laughs> nah, I got to write them raps down. Like I got to make sure that the the bars hit. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, it, it's more time consuming for me versus when when I'm singing. I I put on a beat and I'm just pressing record. I'm mm-hmm. pressing record and I could do line for line and just play the song out. And then I just do ad-libs after that, but it's it's just free-flowing for me. Okay, okay. Shout-out to your man's Drizzy. Well, I'm going to hit piggyback off, off his name, man. <laughs> since, since, since you can rap and you're an R&B artist, do you consider yourself an R&B artist, first of all? Yeah, okay. yeah I'm strictly R&B. Because okay. I, I talk to a lot of Chicago singers, you know what I'm saying? You know, Chicago got so much swag. You know, everybody <laughs> got their own, you know what I'm yeah. saying, genre, like yeah. what I'm ghetto gospel the other one yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. heart music shit like that so I'm i had strictly r&b man. had to ask that okay okay so <clears throat> like i said piggybacking off your homeboy drizzy name man and with you being talented and and having bars and being able to sing do you ever um say like i'm strictly an r&b artist like i'm just 
incorporate both of them into music or um, like, I'm just so leave leave it alone? For me, I, I left it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that more so I had to channel into a different energy. And like I said, I, I was choosing a lane versus what was choosing me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I accepted what was choosing me. Um, I feel like R&B in, this, in the culture that we're in right now has swayed to what's popular. Um, and, and all of it don't sound good. And all of it doesn't carry the message that I, I'm trying to portray myself. Like I said, I want to bring love back to our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's a real big thing for me. So a lot of my records um, speak to that. A lot of, I can give you love from a million different angles. Um, I can talk about heartbreak, but I can also talk about recovery. Um, and, and these are the songs that are going to take us to the next level because um, mental health is real. Mm-hmm. And in the time that we live in now, there's nobody catering to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of telling you what you should do that won't impact, that will impact you negatively. Um, and nothing that really promotes positivity for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I just reverted back to... I think that we need to go back there. We need to visit that time again. And, and if I got to be the person to bring it to you, that's that's who I'm gonna be. Okay. What I want to know is, man. You know what I'm saying? Being successful in, in the corporate world, you know what I'm saying, is something that, especially like black men, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it's it's achievable. Anything's achievable. Yes, but definitely. from South Side of Chicago, you know what I'm saying, the odds are stacked against us. It ain't, you you made it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And a lot of people ask music is a gamble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What made you, you know what I'm saying, decide to take that gamble when you had, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of people ask, achieved life, you know what I'm saying, to get a career that yeah. you can retire from and be comfortable? Um, it, it's, it's, it's the courage to bet on yourself. You know what I'm saying? In the corporate world, I'm making somebody else rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and while he's paying me to do so, I'll always have to remember that the more money you pay me, the more money I'm making you Mm -hmm. ultimately. But outside of that, how do I get to where you are? You know what I'm saying? And and for the business um, structure, this was your dream. I'm aiding in your dream. So my mindset had to shift to be um, of him aiding to me. Well, I want the CEO to aid to my dream as well as I'm aiding to yours. So I would start taking that money and flipping it to buy stu- uh, to build a studio in my house man, and, and to create a, a space for me to, to be free and express myself. And whole time, it started to tr- transition. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, I've only been doing this since October. And even that was a competition. You know, shout out to DJ Prophet and Nat Jilla. They invited me to what they call IndyCon. It was a competition and odds were stacked against me because it's in Waukegan. Mm-hmm. I don't know nobody out here, mm-hmm. right? And I don't got no huge following. It's just me. No, nobody ladies. know nobody in Waukegan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we finna go out here and, and I'm telling my ladies, like, you know, I really don't want to do this. You know, I don't compete. Um, I'm confident in my music, but ain't no, ain't, some, ain't no sense of competing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, people gonna pick who they like, mm-hmm. and get out here. Long story short, we do the competition. I win the competition, mm-hmm. and, and it was intimidating because one of the artists, man, he brought the whole city out. Like they came in cars deep, and I'm like, man, oh my god, if this is going off crowd vote, we it's over with. Mm-hmm. Whole time. I could respect a person who says, yeah, you make good music. And even though I came with you, you got to realize that 
he was cold. He did it better. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what did it. Um, I walked off that stage and um, just looked at my lady, man, and she was like, yeah, you got to do this. You got to do this because you're a different man. Like when you grab that microphone and I had my kids out there. So it was one of them things. It was like they ain't never seen this person. They see you make music all the time, but they don't see you do nothing with it. Yeah, you can't let them down. You got to show nah, off. You got to show off. And then it was like, man, they ain't never seen that. Mm. My son, and, and it's my only son. I got two daughters, but I'm my only son. Sure. He looking at it like, yeah, that's my dad right there. Like, oh, yeah, this I can't let this one go. Mm-hmm. Can't let this one go. Okay, okay. What I want to know, man, is <clears throat> it sounds like you had you, you you had a pretty successful life, man. You know what I'm saying, and that's and that's, and that's a beautiful thing. And what I want to know is what you doing R and B. You know what I'm saying. When I think of R and B, and I listen to heavy hip hop, you know what I'm saying. But when I do listen to R and B, a lot of times it's connected to how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying. Like I might not like I don't I don't want to listen to no rap, man. I'm my feelings. I want to hear something different. You know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. How do you connect with those different emotions? Like, where do you pull from when you got to make a, a heartbreak song or a, 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 a love song? You know what I'm saying? Where do you pull uh, from? Generally, people around me. Um, what's popular on the Internet? Mm-hmm. You know, um, prime example, I, I may have took a phone call this morning and one of my homies like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm saying it's just driving me crazy. I'm pulling in two different directions and I could take that energy that he gave me. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to put it into a song form and I'll just let you ride to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's not like uh, telling his business or nothing like that because I don't I don't use names and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also offer it right back to you. You know what I'm saying? So, hey man, you remember that thing we was talking about yesterday, man? Uh, I made a track about it, man. I just want you to listen to it. And it's been countless times where people came back like, bro, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Like, how you do that? And it's like, man, I understand where you are. Um, I ain't had the most perfect life. However, my life consisted of overcoming obstacles. Um, so there, I don't believe there ain't nothing we can we can overcome. We just got to stay consistent with what we're doing, believe in ourselves. And if I got to be the person to give you that belief, here you go right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, man. I, I love I love the motivation, man. I love what you're talking, man, because for real, like I see a lot of myself and you, you know what I'm yes, saying, sir. just as far as like, like you built a studio for somebody else. Like I literally mm-hmm. built, started off, you know what I'm saying? Cause I got, I had a couple homies that's talented. I'm like, Yo, yeah. if y'all do this for real, we can get rich, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, I see so many similarities. So I was like, I, I think of more and more questions than I already had for you to someone you walked in. So um, what what I also want to know is with you being, uh, you, you mentioned having your lady around you, you know what I'm saying? She sounds very supportive, you know what I'm saying? And and like I said, like with being an R&B singer, you know what I'm saying? I think of like emotions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how is your, your, your how is it <clears throat> your woman take it, you know what I'm saying? You being an R&B singer, you know what I'm saying? And your overall support system. Um, she, well, she's supportive. Um, for me, I, I actually got two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a wife and a girlfriend, so... They both support me heavily. Um, it's one of those things where um, my wife is, is crazy. I mean, we got 17 years in the game right now. 17 years, three kids, and we still moving strong. And when I'm on that stage, I walk into the room be like, baby, who I'm singing to? Who I'm singing to? And she case the room like, I want you to sing to her. And if I'm not close enough, she she on the sideline like, get closer. Like, feel it. Like, 
encouraging it. But she knows that it's an entertainment game. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't capture the crowd, you your fan base is going to always stay stagnant. So she is always looking and encouraging me to move. She hates when I sing to her. Mm-hmm. When I pull her on stage or I walk off that stage and now all the attention is on her, she hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she will always encourage me to to case the room, and and she tell me like you gonna go get her, mm-hmm. you gonna get her, and if her panties ain't wet by the time you done singing, you messed up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the support base is huge right now. All right, man. Like it's crazy how I just said. I thought <laughs> I think this man, I think this man, got so many similarities, man. So I, I, I'd be remiss if I, if I was to uh, go past this, man. If so, if you don't mind me asking, man, is is the wife and the girlfriend? Is it a preference thing? Is it a religious thing? Is uh, it's it, a preference thing. I think that uh, you know a lot of the wealthiest families in Africa mm-hmm. practice polygyny, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's one of the things that they took from us mm-hmm. so that they can manage our households, mm-hmm. right? And they can say what we can and can't have, you know, and I, and I don't believe in that. I don't believe the government should be able to tell me, you know, um, how, how I should function. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it, it was more of a preference thing. It's more me sitting down and being honest with myself and being honest with the ladies that I have and just tell them like, yo, I mean, it's so many out here. Um, the ratio for men, women to men right now is 15 to 1. You know, I just want two of y'all. It's, I got 15, but I just need two because there's a master plan at all of this. And uh, we all got great jobs and um, stuff like that. But you'll see the success of our household uh, depends on that. And this, the success of our kids and their future, uh, creating generational wealth um, has always been the mission. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people be like, yeah, no, nah, I couldn't do it. But again, you have to think about what happens. Like, um, you know, elections just passed and voting is cool, but how does it affect you? You see what I'm saying? For me, voting doesn't affect me at all because I live a lifestyle that is based on what we can do, not what somebody else can do for us. Um, you know, if I want to go out here and I'm going to make a 150K this year, and then my wife is going to bring 100K and then my girlfriend's going to bring 90K. It's like, what can they tell us? You see what I'm saying? Like everybody drive the cars we want to drive. Uh, the bank accounts are, are nice and hefty like we, like we need them. But more so, we start launching businesses so the kids can maintain. Mm-hmm. Because it ain't about us. It's about our children and our children's children. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun right now. But... All of this is going to go away. When it goes away, what do you have? Are we leaving our kids with a whole bunch of debt? Or are we setting them up in the best position? Mm-hmm. Um, and a two-parent household right now just doesn't make it. I mean, an average two-parent household right now only generates about 80 to 90K. Mm-hmm. For what? Man, hey, ain't no arguments here, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's real ass, man. We got sitting in front of us, man. That's what's up, man. I ain't going to stay too much longer on that, but I also would like to know, man. Um, and a couple to a couple points you made too, and it, it is just like you said, it's just to be honest with yourself and, and the people that you're talking to. And a lot of people mm-hmm. are in these type of relationships and don't even know it, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Don't accept it, you know what I'm saying? You steady arguing with the same woman for the last 10 years, and mm-hmm. you know, you know where he at, you know, you're doing y'all, y'all all together, man. Yeah, you yeah, and I think it's one of the most things is, uh, you know, it's it's dealing with the generation that we live in, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go to work every day. I, I barely rarely miss work. I got to be dog sick 
and, and you might as well hospitalize me because if I ain't in the hospital, I'm finna go to work. I don't. It don't matter to me. However, in that same instance, if if that's the energy that I bring home, how is it okay for a woman to say I don't feel like cooking? I don't feel like cleaning. You know what I'm saying? I got a job to do. My job is to provide for this household. And I do that. I take majority of the bills. My ladies don't cover ma- the bills like that. Like, nah, it ain't. I take the majority of the bills. But I need you to have money for the stuff that you want, for the stuff that the kids want. You know what I'm saying? Not that I can't do it. However, this is a team effort. And f- if I'm going to go out into the world and I'm going to battle the world every day, the least I can do is come home to a castle, you know what I'm saying? And it's well-maintained. I don't worry about uh, the small stuff. Like, granted, I'm going to be at basketball games. I'm going to parent-teacher conferences, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an involved parent. Mm-hmm. However, dropping the kids off at school every day, not my thing. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? It's, it's never been my thing. I am not the more accessible parent, so the school won't call me. If, if if one of my kids needs something, they always revert back to my ladies. You see what I'm saying? And they handle the home front mm. while I'm out here. And it allows me to hustle all day. I do music on top of two full-time jobs. Mm. And it allows me to hustle all day long. I may leave the house 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm coming back 1130 at night. And if I got a show, I'm coming back about 3 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Work. And they And I'm still going to work. I'm gonna I'm go ahead and catch a cat nap, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to work. No PTO, um, no. You just get nah, on going to work. I'm going to work, and, and and I'm grateful I got an office job. You know what I'm saying? So if I need a, a break, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I can sit back mentally sure. and, and readjust. But in the same time, it that's always been me. Mm. And if I signed up for this, I can't. One thing can't fall, and it's it's what I tell my ladies all the time. I mean, you want to work, you don't need to work. My wife didn't work for the first 10 years of our relationship. And like I said, we've been together for 17. Shit, I don't need to work. I got us for sure. And I'll put my body on the line for it just so that we can be successful. But then her going to work, she understood that that was a choice. She still maintains the home front. But this is a choice. I want to go out here into the workforce, and that's cool. You know, I'm going to support every one of your dreams. You know what I'm saying? But this still has to be maintained. At the end of the day, and I don't require a lot, a hot meal, you know what I'm saying, good loving, and, and peace. You know, she can give me that, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then my girlfriend, just it just fell in, right in line. Um, it was one of those things where, like, like I said, it's just being honest with myself. It's so many women out here. So many women, and I am in the top 1% of men. You know, I make over six figures. Like, I'm I'm positive. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Like the if I'm out late, it's because I got a show. Mm. I, I don't do a lot of hanging out no more. I did all that in my earlier years, so sure. it doesn't excite me no more. So I'm saying, so you got a guy that's gonna come home every night, who's gonna go to work every day. You know what I'm saying? I don't bring a whole lot of problems, and I make good money. Mm. That's the top one percent of men right now, and you gonna tell me that I'm going to be just with you. And then you can, and you have the privilege and authority to tell me what you is and ain't gonna do. It ain't gonna happen. Hey, hey, you ain't, <laughs> hey, ain't got to convince me, man. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. But if I can make a commitment to you and say, look, you know, we're gonna bring Karen. She's gonna be a part of our team, and together we're all going to function in this household. But I can promise you three things: one, that you'll never feel lonely, because in each other they are best friends. 
Mm. So they'll always have that connection, even when I'm out of the house, um, because a lot of times that's why women cheat. Mm-hmm. They, you're working too much. Mm-hmm. I feel lonely. I'm by myself. I don't got nobody to talk to. So I'm giving you a friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you somebody that when you're tired and you don't feel like cooking, they can pick up the slack. You know what I'm saying? Where it doesn't fall negatively on you because this is what we're supposed to be doing is helping each other out. I'm still not going to be in the house. However, things that need to happen can happen. Um, when my wife gets sick a lot faster than I do. Um, and it's because she deals with the kids. So when you're down, you still have a, women are nurturers by, by, by life, right? I'm not, I don't have that nurturer spirit. So I'm saying, so you need that in the household. And my kids get double. They always got somebody who <clears throat> is on them, um, worried about them and taking care of them at the same time. So um, it's one of the things where it was just like, hon- honesty was the best policy. Like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And if we do it right, we'll all be wealthy. We'll all be happy, and everybody will have the attention they need when they need it. Mm. All right, man. I got I got one more <laughs> question, man. Well, we're gonna get back to the music, man. So, um, and you don't even have to answer, but you I did mention know. your children, man. So, are your children aware of the situation, uh, or is it just well, like, no? Like being we, kids? we we like to keep them in a kid's place. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean, they they see, um, and they I I can't say that they don't know because kids are smart and they won't let you know what they know. I always say if if my seven-year-old self was me, my seven-year-old daughter now. Mm. I'll shoot, probably think I was retarded or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because these, these kids are a lot smarter. And they don't let off to what they know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the operation of the house, you know what I'm saying? You you would you would assume that they know everything that's going on, but um, they don't. I mean, a lot of times, like, if we go to bed, we go to bed after all the kids have went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Because the house is still in operation. We shut the house down. Mm-hmm. And then when we wake up, we wake up before the kids. So the house is operating even before they wake up. So we're waking them up. So they don't get to see a whole lot. Um, but we do go out as as one unit. You know what I'm saying? We, we move as a unit. So, um, like, my girlfriend, she has her own child. But to my children, this, this is my sister. You know what I'm saying? They don't even they don't question how. It's like this is my sister. And it's not my kid, but it's my kid. You see know what I'm saying? You can't tell me anything else. Um, I've taken that responsibility, but there's a lot of single mothers out here who unconsciously well consciously would be like, nah, I would never do that. But unconsciously you will. And you will. Subconsciously already doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause the the man you meet may be already and, and you know what I'm saying it's credit to the game. A lot of people just don't say it. For me, like I said, I don't have time. My life is too valuable to me um, to bring any type of dysfunction. So this is what we have. You know what I'm saying? This this is the opportunity I've been presented with, and I got a I got a duty to my wife to be faithful um, and to be honest with her. You know what I'm saying? But I also have a duty to make sure that she has the best life possible. And when I have an economy that's working against me, what do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, we're going we're gonna to get to the music, man. I might, I might be hitting you up like, man, you wanna, yeah. we might have to have you come we, back we, and we just can talk do a about that, two. man. Because that, that's something that, 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 that I feel like the black community needs to hear. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's something that, that was instilled to me through... You know what I'm saying? Finding my belief in my 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 culture. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? So, yes, sir. Uh, like I said, we can we can have a whole another conversation. On, Let's be on the lookout it. for that, y'all, Let's man. Do but, it. but continuing on to the music, man. With you just recently coming in in October, man, I want to know about your creative process. Like, how is you making this? I didn't hear that. You know what I'm saying? How is you? How do you make your music? Uh, 
so it's it's kind of one of them things where I'm I'm looking at what's around me. Um, I often get say I'm in a lot of rooms that I don't even need to be in. My music doesn't fit, mm-hmm. but I go in those rooms to figure out what's happening because like I don't listen to a lot of radio. Um, a lot of what I do listen to, like I said, it, it's it's got to be old hip hop. Um, that's, that's my structure. That's my saving grace. Um, you know what I'm saying? I like my my Eminem, my Outkast. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, I I can never let it go. Uh, I mean, I listen to Master P make him say "uh" on the way over here. Class. I knew I was coming to West Side. Like it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I stick to that. But when I'm going into these rooms and I'm seeing what's what's missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all did all that huffing and roughing and toughing, and there's all these ladies in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And nobody thought about the ladies that was in the room. And to that point is when we keep doing that, but then we complain about the masculine energy that they carry. Mm-hmm. We ain't giving them nothing else. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the need for me came in. Mm-hmm. Y'all need me to serenade this room. Y'all need me to give you a different perspective and show you that, number one, R&B will never die, but it's going to keep reinventing itself. For sure. It has to. You know, it's baby mm-hmm. making music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and <clears throat> we ain't going to be making no babies to the stuff right. that they, I mean, sturdy music. Like, <laughs> like if you in here trying to bump the sturdy, like, she ain't gonna like it no more. It ain't gonna feel good. It ain't gonna feel good at all. I mean, you can't catch that rhythm, and and it doesn't create the vibe um, that that you really need. And a lot of these kids are being created in dysfunction. Mm-hmm. It's because sure. the whole the whole vibe has been dysfunctional from jump. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna give you something that's really going to to settle a mood and, and help you express yourself and create an environment for love and, and let love be. Mm-hmm. Right, and then once you do that, everything else, it man, I, just, I flood the spot, I flood the spot, and I talk to a lot of promoters, and when they reach out to me, it's like, nah, like look at your roster, and you'll know if treble fits in your roster. So I'm saying it ain't about making no money off me, cause I'm I'm gonna turn it down. I never want to be the person to throw the room. If you're trying to create a certain vibe, I'm telling you, I'm not here for that. Now, I can make music. Um, and shout out to the big three, man. Sinatra's, Easy O'Hare, and Bees, man. They got a concert May 8th. And um, I'm one of the official opening acts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, man, I know you finna come and, man, make that whole room fall in love. But y'all finna see a, a whole new trouble. I got a, it's a whole nother side because I can make sturdy music with swift vocal. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I just never saw the need to do it. However, I'm not going to get on that stage and, 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 and throw the room. This is the big three concert. This is huge. This is the first time in history all three of them will be on the same stage. Mm-hmm. You know they coming to rock the house. And Trouble ain't finna throw the room. I'm finna, I'm finna make sure that y'all set up the right way. And we gonna, the energy in that boy going to be so crazy. Okay, okay. So, man, it, I, October. How do you go from... The corporate world to to rocking on stage. How you make that transition? Talk to me about um, that. Man, it, it's it's kind of just tapping into to who you were meant to be versus who you're trying to be. Um, you know what I'm saying? The corporate world. That's me trying to make it every day. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm good at this. I'm good at numbers. I'm good at dealing with clients. Like I'm good at making money. I mean, if you can sell crack, you can sell anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hey, it's like. I, this this I'm good at. Y'all want me to? Well, I mean, we making deals with China and, and Afghanistan. Like, I got a lot of stuff. My company does a lot of stuff overseas. Like, 
and, and and you got this young black man in the forefront. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I pride myself on that. I walk into a room with a bunch of different faces and none of mine's, right? Mm. And they look at like, who is this guy? And this guy's the guy who finna give y'all the whole game, right? And I'm gonna give you a plan and I'm gonna show you how we're gonna make so much money. And they like, man, this came from this dude. We've been in this industry 20, 30 years. And this is the new blood. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. And then, like I said, it was a shock for my wife because it's like, yo, I really don't want to do this. I know it's serving us. I know it's, it's, it's got us comfortable. But I want to sing. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that the industry is missing me. You got a lot of people coming out, but they can't do what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the, the passion for it. Talk to me about your first time on stage. Um, like from October or from from October from, from October. So that was the whole IndyCon joint. Like I said, that sh- that joint was crazy. Um, Did any preparation going into it? Or nah, was it, just- it was just I, I picked my set, knowing that it was a competition. I created songs. Um, the three songs that I did were created like two weeks before the competition. Um, I had no practice and, and, and you could show like everybody was like man you were dope man you like killed the stage but you could tell I was tired I, I was tired like fatigue set in I'm like I'm up here trying to sing and jump around and was no way prepared for this however um, it was one of those things where you can't deny good talent when it's raw and it's real you can't cover it up um, and that's why those people voted for me. And ultimately, I end up winning that competition. But it, it also gave me a perspective. And like I said, it, it, it set in with my family. Like, yo, you got to do this. Like, we ain't seen that dude. Even when I'm recording and they know that it's, I'm recording to not release stuff. I'm just recording to get stuff out of my head. But to be on that stage, they're like, man, that was a different dude right there. Like, that dude was different. Um and it, it transitioned, man. It, it pushed me, like, the trajectory from that um, to open it up for the R&B, uh, R&B factory, mm. right, that, where I linked up with uh, DJ Gidham, who is now my acting manager. And he's also a DJ that's real heavy in a 219 right now. Like, he is making waves. And we teamed up together. It was like, yo, like, we could take this whole thing over. And... To date, man, it's just been going crazy. I'm on the stage maybe two or three times a week. Um, last weekend, I had a doubleheader, uh, two shows Saturday night, one show Sunday night. Like it was went to work Monday night, and went to work Monday morning with no issue, mm-hmm. with no issue. I'm here. Like it's it's just one of those things. And when when I got to work, it was probably like ten o'clock. Get him was calling me like, bro, like. Kill that man. We got this on the line. We got to shoot this video next week. Like, and it's it's, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Let's tell me what we need to do, and we are gonna go. So I'm saying. So our trajectory has been crazy, even together, right now. And uh, man, I fear nothing. I fear nothing. I'll be in Vegas. Um, he had a he had a whole do wop where I'm supposed to link with Pleasure P. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's finna go crazy. Like the the the, the time is now. <clears throat> okay. But you, you know what I'm saying, you're doing all these shows and stuff. What I want to know, it's like a discussion that's been going on online, like quietly within the underground artists in Chicago, you know what I'm saying, and with the 
paying for slots mm. and people, you know what I'm saying, headlining shows and yeah. people consider them legends, may consider themselves legends, you know what I'm saying, who out the box. Yeah. What's 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 how do you navigate, you know what I'm saying, them them them, so, them type of situations? Um shout out man, man, I got a bunch of people to shout out, but shout out to my team, man. I've I've hooked up with a conglomerate of artists. And we just basically, we see that, right? You you hear about it. It's all online. But uh, myself, Trosh, Day Hustle, Cash Go Crazy, Nino, uh, Sincera Rapper. No, we met up at a Chipotle. It's like, you know, pay ourselves. We can throw our own show. You don't need the promoters. The promoters are great. And I would never knock what they do because I understand the business side of it. However, it ain't enough to complain about. Either I'm going to pay you for the slot or I'm not going to pay you for the slot. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't necessarily have to see value in me. Mm. The question is, with the artists who do complain, do you see the value in yourself? You see what I'm saying? Mm. And when you recognize the value in yourself, then you should not be afraid to fund <laughs> Your right. event, right? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna put no amount of money behind you that you ain't willing to put behind yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you don't believe in yourself, you can't talk about other people not believing in you. At that point, they're taking a gamble on you, mm -hmm. right? But if your belief is so heavy and your and this problem exists, why are we bringing problems without solutions? Mm -hmm. So my solution is, hey, we'll throw our own show. And we were very successful. We had a, a, a packed room. There was a live band. Sincere brought a live band out. Like everybody, uh, and, and it's not a show that's stacked with 23 artists on one, one roster. Nah, it was just seven of us. Mm -hmm. We all had a 30 minute slot. And if you can entertain and rock a crowd for 30 minutes, you got it. Mm -hmm. And I was just more so happy to see that every artist that hit that stage maintained the crowd's attention. We sold our own tickets. Every artist paid themselves. So I'm saying we just got together. You know what you need. You need a DJ. You need a venue. How much is that going to cost us? Okay, we split that between seven people. All right. Now we're going to go and we're going to get a thousand tickets each. And however many tickets you sell, you keep all that money. You just paid yourself right there for people to come out and see a, a good show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when they left, they were excited. I mean, and it was raining bad March 31st. Like, it was thunderstorms and we still had a full room and you don't hear a lot about it because they don't want you to hear about that. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to hear that seven black young entrepreneurs, independent artists came together. That's what I'm saying. I'm figured mad. out I what they it. needed and, and made it happen. You see what I'm saying? And, and we got another one that we're planning for June <clears throat> and it's not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? We hit, I, ch I pick and choose the stages I want to touch. And I'm doing it for practice because when I throw my shows, I want to give you the best that I have to offer. And you can't do that. You, I'm not going to give you a rusty show. Mm. So that was kind of one of them things, man. I, I know what's going on. But like you said, you got to understand both sides. You know what I'm saying? And the promoters most give you an option. Like, hey, you're going to pay for the slot or bring 10 people. Now, my problem come in when you want me to pay for the slot and bring 20 paying cuts. Like, hold on now. Hold up. You know what I'm saying? But... It's, if it's either or, then that's cool. You see what I'm saying? I, I got no problem because I understand that you're doing this because you want to make money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, that's the game. For sure. 
Yeah, that's definitely the game. And like you said, there's definitely some good promoters, but yeah. janky, janky promoters. Yeah, janky promoters is definitely out a here. Definitely a real, real term, you know what I'm saying? And they winning. They winning because they'll catch independent artists who are struggling and it, 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 they glamorize this. Mm. And they make it like, oh, I'm doing this for you. You know what I'm saying? But again, you don't see the value in yourself at that point. Yep. Once you start to recognize the value in yourself, the price is going to go up. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we threw a successful show. You think my price was the same as when I stepped on the stage in October? No. Because I know that I can rock a room. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not afraid to put the money behind my, my talent. You know what I'm saying? And if, if nobody showed up, I don't care how many people in the room, honestly. Mm -hmm. But if nobody showed up, then I go back to the drum board, but we keep on going. Promoters had to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of this, who's, who, who deemed you the best promoter in the city? You know what I'm saying? And who said that I can't do the same thing you're doing and be an artist? Definitely I know can. some promoters who are bar owners, so you ain't even paying nothing for the venue. But you still want to make that money. You know what I'm saying? Like it. You acting like you need to pay for the venue, but you don't because you own it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I know some promoters who are DJs. I know some promoters who are hosts. I'm hosting this show. Right, yeah. Yeah, you also trying to promote. Like, and you play on both sides. You know what I'm saying? And then there's artists who are getting in on that. You know what I'm saying? I know certain artists that are getting in on the promoter side. Mm -hmm. I'm getting cool with a bunch of artists that I know that will pay me to come perform so i'll i'll hook up with the promoter and i'm gonna get my little promoter badge by getting these artists that i know won't go to him right. they'll just come to me and, and i get it like i said it's part of the game and you just got to know which part of the game you in mm -hmm. and and be able and you want to make a shift don't complain about it you know what i'm saying have enough belief in yourself i mean how are millionaires made right i mean ain't nothing given you have to shift you have to have a shift in life i mean when i wasn't when i was only making five figures you know what i'm saying or four figures at each level there was a shift i didn't come into this the, into the, the the work industry making six figures a year right but at each level i had to shift there were certain people that i could not take with me from my last my last love standpoint to this one there's certain people that can't sit at the table with me right now i mean I, even my siblings i mean i got two siblings i don't talk to at all that's tough you know what I'm saying? But they don't understand that I got a lot to lose if I keep on dealing on the level you at. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot to lose. <clears throat> so until you mentally can take my hand and come run with me, I got to leave you where you at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I had a sister like that, man. I had to let her go to the streets. And when she came back, she understood, like, yo, bro, I, I get it, but I needed that experience. Mm -hmm. Now that I got that, can you show me how to boom, boom, boom? And she one of the coldest hustlers I know. One of the coldest hustlers I know. That's tough, man. <laughs> That's tough, man. And, and still talking about the, the shows and promoting real quick, man, With in this social media area we in, man, how, how do you promote yourself as an artist nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't necessarily, everything can pretty much be done you know what I'm saying by yourself. Mm -hmm. So how, and, how do you and for the most part, it is like I'm I'm completely independent outside of DJ Gidham, um, and, and like I said, he just came on as as my acting manager and stuff like that. Uh, Cause and and this is me deciding that I just want to run with him. I feel like together we got something special. You know what I'm saying? It it wasn't a necessary need because he's always telling me like, nah, continue, just do it, just do it, bro. You you killing, just doing it by yourself. And I'm like, nah, man, 
life is better with a team. No matter where you are, if you have a solid team, you'll always win. Like we're trying to guarantee the win. It's not even music ain't even a gamble no more. Long as I got the right key people around me, we gonna win. We gonna win because it, it it's it's no other choice. Um, like I said, with the, the the seven people that I surrounded myself by, um, they hustle is West Side, Cash go crazy North Side, Trosh got you know in the the South Side right now. Um, since the rapper got Indiana, there is not a place where we can't go and rock out, and we got a rep everywhere. We got shows down here, baseline. We got shows on the list. Like, like it's folks moving around to keep us relevant. You see what I'm saying? But that's the team. Now we're all independent artists. They don't. Nobody got to come up here and say my name. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to come up here and say nobody else's name. However, when you find value in a person, it's so easy to say their name. Because you want them to win just as much as you want yourself to win. And I think that's one of the biggest things in life is that the, the black community itself has become crabs in a barrel. Sure. And we've adapted that mindset because it's, it's ultimately what they were giving us. Right. But the people who ultimately make it in life is because I want for you what I want for myself. And as long as it stays genuine, you'll start to see wins and you'll want for somebody else what I want it for you. And it just it's contagious. It keeps growing. There's not a person in this industry right now that could tell you they ran into trouble and he has something negative to say. For what? I've I've been to shows that didn't start on time. And because of that, I can't perform. Now, I've dedicated and taken time out of my life and I don't get to do what I came to do. And I still won't say nothing negative about it. I mean, I understand stuff's going to happen. Right. However, when you come to me and be like, man, bro, I know it's messed up. Look, all y'all got to do is do an ABC, wop the bam, because I'm not going to bring you a problem without a solution. I want to see you win. But in order to do that, your structure has to change. Like I can offer you that and it be in love. And nobody has ever taken anything negative from me. I go on a lot of different shows. You know what I'm saying? My radio Chicago, real heavy. They pump trouble heavy. Right. And I've been on several different shows on that platform. And the message is always the same. I love what y'all doing because nobody gives us this avenue. GCI ain't trying to break no independent artist right now. You know and I'm saying shout out to Shondell on Power 92 because he's the one who's uh, opening that door for FM radio. But like I said, I got DJ Get Him. DJ Get Him breaks all of my records. Um, I'm in his mixes. So I've been on FM radio for a little bit now. Okay, okay. All right, man. We got we got a few more minutes, man. I still got a hell of more questions, <laughs> man. So I'm gonna try to sprinkle yeah, in what I can, what I can, quick. man. So real quick, man. As you look over the R and B, R and B landscape, what what's your overall uh, opinions on it? Um, I think that um, it's the the wave that's about to come. Nobody is prepared for it. Um, we have, especially in Chicago, we have R and B sold up. Atlanta can have everything they want in hip hop, but when you want real R and B, it's about to start. And it's about to start back up in Chicago. It's coming, and it's coming crazy. Um, with artists like myself, who I'm more sensual, um, but but my message is always love. It's always respect. It's always positive growth. Um, you got GS the brand, Chris Cornelius with sensual sexual you know what i'm saying doug o'lake is hitting crazy right now like you got a bunch of artists that work in different realms within r&b 
Mm. And uh, everything, it's starting to smack, man. It is starting to smack. And, and we're just creating this wave. Uh, we, we actually had a, a Nothing But Vocals concert last Sunday. Um, it's Nothing But Vocals R&B. And it was the first time that myself, G.S. DeBrenn, and Chris Cornelius blessed the same stage. Mm. Right? But the, the energy in that room. Like you, I'm like, this is nothing but vocals, right? And we are, like, taking off. Like, we took that room and we made it. And there were other artists, artists from St. Louis. Um, you know, you had Trilla Bent, who was out of, out of uh, Indiana. And it's like, like, it's a bunch of artists in this room. But for, for me, that was my first time just blessing the stage with Chris Cornelius and G.S. Brown, who their names have been out here. They've been making waves, you know what I'm saying? And f- it's me exposing who trouble is and showing y'all like I'm, I'm glad y'all got that sold up because mm-hmm. I'm in this lane over here and I'm telling y'all it's space, but it's limited because the way I'm coming is it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm about to make a wave through here, but even just stepping outside, you got to get out of your backyard. And these guys are doing that, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth to Atlanta, Cali, like they doing that. And. Now you're starting to see trouble rise. You're starting to hear my name a whole lot more, and it's being put. I mean, they got the Ambitious Awards out right now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and everybody's voting. And I just found out today that I'm on I'm on two categories. Like, Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is because I'm not doing it for the accolades, you know what I'm saying. My overall purpose is that when you hear me, you're overtaken by love. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Definitely, definitely a dope message, man. And, and can't nothing good but good come from you. Yes, come sir. to you when when that's when that's the message you putting out. Firm believer, you you, you bring what you what yes, you put sir. out in the universe will come back to you, man. All so, the time. So, uh, a couple more questions before we get up out of here, man. With what you doing R and B, man? And I asked you about the, the your overall thoughts on the R and B landscape because you know some people have uh, thoughts about. Um, like some some people say R and B is dead, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Some people say R and B is is strictly sexual music, you know what I'm saying. Some people say R and B is is for women, you know what I'm saying. With with everybody having all their own opinions on R and B, how do you stay focused, you know what I'm saying, when you when you putting out a project or do you consider what the Nah, I mean, cause I mean, my motivate that is my motivation actually. Like my my tagline is R and B can't die just because I won't let it. And I'm just one person, you know what I'm saying? But I believe that as long as I stay consistent, that it won't die. You know, it, it can't die. Right. Um, I mean, we joke about it, but yeah, they took R. Kelly, but there ain't no way you could take me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no way. Y'all y'all could take R. Kelly because y'all know what he was doing for R, the R&B, you know what I'm saying, game. But you can't take me. And I'm bred by R. Kelly, you see what I'm saying? I was raised on that, you know, Um probably made to it so it's kind of one of them things where you know this this industry is what you allow you know what i'm saying and if you allow the negativity to to take because they'll tell you all day it is dead why you doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i'm i'm that one you know what i'm saying i'm that one that's gonna show you that it ain't dead man it's as well as well here and the message um that are carried across i mean granted you got to give people what they want to hear um, and in this time, a lot of people want to hit the sensual. They want to hit the sexual. But for me, um, I understand that as men, we don't, we don't have that outlet. Like, I can cry on a song, but I can't cry in life. You know what I'm saying? 
So if I can if I can create that song and you ain't got you ain't got to cry. You'll shed a tear if, if it's deep like that. You'll shed a tear, but you'll know like yeah, this dude really hitting on that. Like he really lived that and it's something you going through at this time and it's it's just going to be this song that's going to get you through. Now something else going to hit you from left field. And I can make a song about that, but it's one of them things where we ain't got to cry in in natural form, but your spirit will be crying out. Real quick, man, we we mentioned R. Kelly real quick. Who's the king of R and B other than yourself? <laughs> right now, um, the king of R and B. Mm, that's tough, man. Um, are we talking India industry? The king overall. Mm. Mount Rushmore, well, the first head. Outside of me, um, I gotta say, I I, I gotta give it to. Uh, Hmm, that's tough, man. Ain't nobody ever asked me that. You cold with it. That's you tough. cold with it. You ain't, ain't nobody ever asked me because I love, I mean, I, I got so many artists that I, I I love, I would love to put up there. Um, and if I had to choose one right now, for me, it's going to be Sammy. Oh, yeah? Well underrated. Definitely well underrated. underrated. Sammy don't get enough credit. Um, but if you listen to his coming of age album, like Sammy from a kid to now, um, I mean, Lloyd did the same thing, you know, but Sammy is well underrated. And I, if I had to deem a king outside of myself, I would put Sammy there because his messages right now, I mean, they crazy. They crazy. And I think a lot of people just can't adapt to it uh, because they ain't trying to tap in. They ain't trying to hear what he's saying because it's that grown man stuff. It's the acknowledgement. Um, it's the accountability. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people want to take to, to up accountability in this time. That's dope, man. That's dope. And that's crazy. He's still going strong because I'm, I'm 31. And I remember being a shorty listening to Sammy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was cool to listen to Sammy, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as, as a young dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Took the game over, man. Went independent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Took it, counted his losses because he wanted to go back to school. And he wanted to be regular for a minute, which everybody, you know what I'm saying, you deserve that. And when he came back, you can tell in his music now that he experienced life. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And not to say nobody else has, but when it's not about hits. And I think that we, we could argue this in, in different genres. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I will put Kendrick over Drake, right? Drake has more hits, but Kendrick has more accountability he has more knowledge he ain't worried about making hits he's worried about feeding your soul and maneuvering you through his music to a new level mm-hmm. so it's kind of one of them things like i can make a hit you know what i'm saying but it, it doesn't feed you it doesn't stimulate or move you or change your trajectory or encourage you to be better mm-hmm. so i think that when you when you talk about accountability in this game um the music will shift and, and it, that's what's going to be the thing that stands the most. It's not going to be how many albums or songs you put out. It's the the product that you put out is what's mm-hmm. going to speak. I mean, sure. Kendrick has a, a, a Peloton Award, mm-hmm. right? Nobody ever. So, you know what I'm saying? Everybody talk about the BET Awards and how I many Drake. You, you have as many BET Awards as you want. A Peloton is basically not an award that you could win but it's a award that's given like nobel peace type so it's when so it's when like there was a university that really just dissected kendrick's whole album and taught it in a class Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
and, and we're breaking down Kendrick's lyrics and we're attempting to help you use these lyrics to make you more successful in life. You win the Peloton Award, not by trying, but by the substance that you put out into this world. Okay, okay. <clears throat> All right, man, real quick, man. Got a few minutes left. Uh, I don't, Everything you, that's a part of the, the music industry, man, from the working with other artists to the shows to the actual recording the product, what's your favorite part out of, out of the whole um, process? My favorite part is recording. Oh, yeah? My favorite part is recording simply because I don't write, but um, also it, it's just the release for me. Um, it's the, the gathering of information. Like I said, I could have a conversation that's going to be like, you know what, I want to go and write a song about this. And generally, I can be in the booth scrolling through Facebook and seeing like the same problems that connect them. And so and so said this, and so and so that, and and just I'm I'm doing line by line and just feeding myself, and, and it creates something so crazy. I think it's one of the most creative processes, and I think that's why I like it. Okay, okay, all right, man, and and with a lot of situations, it's always a yin and yang to everything. For most parts, I don't have artists come in and be like, nah, you know what I'm saying. So if 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 it is anything, if it's anything you could take away from from the industry, what would it be and why? Um, uh, the the the, it, it would be the complaints. I think that, like I said, I don't I don't like the the dysfunction. I'm not gonna say I don't like it. It's dysfunction is everywhere. But I think that the more the more we work on correcting ourselves and correcting the situations that we put ourselves in. The, the more easy it is to be. It's so easy to complain. And that's why we all do it. Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. And for some people it's like, oh, that's my outlet. I'm just going to complain about it. But complaining doesn't always bring you the most positive results. And if life is about growth, how is complaining helping you get there? You see what I'm saying? So more so um, the Black Panther movement, you know what I'm saying? The Black Peace Stones, which I, I come from six generations of. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have always been about action until now, right? So I think that life needs to move back into that. If the will wasn't broken, why try to fix it? You see what I'm saying? So the more we start to be more about action versus more about complaining and acceptance, then the more healthier lifestyle you'll live because it ain't about what you could do to me, more so what I could do to you. You see what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of people don't give themselves credit for that. Mm-hmm. My mind is as strong as I allow it to be, not as strong as you say that I am. You see what I'm saying? Because they tell you you're smart, it's cool. But when you constantly show you smart, you believe it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we just need to transition back into action. Okay. Alright man Last question Before you get up Out of here man You kind of tiptoed uh, Around it I mean through it Throughout the interview man Cause you real intelligent dude But for real quick man What's What's the purpose Of all this What do you, what do, you do it for Um Because you gotta have You gotta leave a footprint Right So uh, This is going to be Incorporated in my footprint Um a, a, a young black man From Chicago, Illinois Who was dealt The worst hand A person could have Ever been dealt and when I talk about it, like I talk about a drug addicted mother, I was like heavy. Um, my mother, I'm 35. My mother done drugs for 27 years. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I never had that mother figure until it was too late. You know what I'm saying? My godmom came in and she actually took custody and all of that. But that was too late. I was too heavy into the streets. So I I, I had the, the the nights with no food. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
the whole uh, wondering how I'm going to take care of my siblings and stuff like that, even though these are not my kids. I did not bring them here, but I don't deserve this life and neither do they. Um, to transition myself to working so hard that now I am the guy in my family. Like my big brother ain't the one they run to. They run to me because everybody knows. And I, and I was able to, to hold everything together um, despite the dysfunction that we were being raised in to recognizing that I had talent. And ultimately, the ending of this story is going to be he used that talent. Probably when it was too late because I could have started way earlier, but he used that talent and the footprint that he left there's somebody else that's going to be experiencing the same thing and all they need is hope all they need is a little bit of motivation to say man that dude did it you know what i'm saying because once we see things are po are possible we believe i mean barack obama became president and now you have more black kids saying that they want to be president because for a long time that was something that we didn't believe we could do um but it's just the hope and i want to leave a footprint of hope that whoever is going out out there in the situation that I was going through that it's not the end and if you give up it could be it could be the end but don't give up okay okay man that's dope man I love when I have an interview I wasn't expecting <laughs> man I thought we was gonna be music this song this song alright man a minute man that's dope man we was up in here talking man for over an hour man I appreciate that's you lit. coming through man that's so lit. before you get up out of here man let the people know what you got coming up, where they can find the music, where they can find you on social media, where they can work with you, where they can team up with you, all that good stuff, man. So you can find me on IG. I am underscore treble, T-R-E-B-L-E. I am underscore treble music. I'm on Facebook at treble the singer, T-R-E-B-L-E-T-H-A singer. Like I follow back. I interact. I need y'all to tap in with me. I am everywhere. My music is streaming everywhere you get your music from. I don't care where it is. You can find me. I got 18 singles out right now. Just so y'all can, you know what I'm saying, get a feel for what's to come. Because your boy is working on an album that's about to hit. And it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to be your favorite singer and your favorite cousin. You know what I'm saying? When y'all get tapped in with me. Um... Man, just get at me. I'm everywhere. Right now, we got the Big Three concert. This is the biggest thing in history right now because Beads, Easy O'Hare, and Sinatras will all be on the same stage. And I am the official opener for this concert. It's going to be at the Promontory May 8th. Get your tickets on Eventbrite right now. You do not want to miss this. It's powered by DJ K. Caesar and hosted by Shondell, the mayor of Power 92. So y'all know it's about to go crazy. Like, it's really going up. Um, I got several other shows that are coming up and that's all on my social media so tap in with me because it's about to go crazy all right man like i said appreciate you coming through man we might yes, have you sir. back real soon man on some yes, other sir. stuff man. anytime because <clears throat> i actually we'll talk about it but uh yeah man so enjoy the rest of the night man yes sir all right in a minute